127 on the mic exists simply as an extension of our college ministry 127 at FBC Brian. Our prayer is that this podcast be used in accordance with you belonging and investing into a local body. We hope that this resource is growing in a relationship with and understanding of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yo, 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 what it do, podcast crew. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. One second. Hey, is that intro going on Instagram? Yeah, it is. They go and see me dancing to absolutely nothing. You put it on yeah. there right off the bat? Yeah, right now. You should probably listen to it Why? before you do it. Why? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I'm just saying, you should probably listen to it. They can't hear anything in the headphones. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> we need video in this place. I didn't even see what happened. <laughs> oh. oh. Y'all might have a, oh, y'all might have a guest a speaker true. in the intro. There's <laughs> a, a guest speaker in the intro. There's <laughs> a ghost in the podcast the Holy Spirit coming in here, bro. Oh, my. Yeah, no, I definitely didn't listen to it. It's about to be up there, too, so... Cool. Good luck with that. It wasn't me. <laughs> if you're listening to a podcast, it was not me. It was me. He's owning it. No, yeah, it was not me. It's going to be awkward because you can't hear anything. Yeah. I mean, you can hear the music in your headphones, but in I mean, the phone, it's just They're going to see me dancing with headphones and be like, what's this dude dancing to? <laughs> what is he doing, bro? Nice. It may come through a little bit. <laughs> no. It know. might. Be, I don't know. Be, it sounds loud in my... That'd be mad impressive. In my, in my headphones. You never answered the question I asked you earlier. What'd you ask me? What is... Uh, 17. No. Oh. There's a movie coming out tonight. Oh, yeah. I'm really excited for So, Is that where you are going? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, you want to join? Or what is it? Creed oh, we talked about this. Three. Oh, uh, not really. What? You don't like those movies? And They're not like something that's like, hey, I'm going to go watch this. I have, I have two sermons to preach this weekend. Well, that I have to true. wrap up. And so the you, more time that I can like... Two sermons you get to preach this weekend. Uh, you can say it that way, yes. Yeah. Come on now. That's true. Come on. I, I get to, but because also, he works at I also, also he, have to. Yeah, that's, that's also very true. That's also very so true. So I have to prepare for the sermons that I get to preach. Mm. Um, you, you that's get, a good word. You get to have to. Get to have to. Yeah. Get, get to right? have to. Get to have to. I don't know. Have, I don't know. I, gotta, I have I'm to get to. Enough for this conversation. What are you talking about this weekend? In the morning, we're talking about a table. Table. Because we're in a oh, series yeah. called Tables. Yeah. At yeah. least you have a table. Yeah. To talk about. So I have the I have the Pharisees table in Luke mm-hmm. seven, and then Jared is speaking next weekend, and he has the he has the feeding of the five thousand. Where there are zero tables. No tables. It's just no a, table. Just a big picnic. Um. And so, but it's still about food, and so we understand the context. It's going to take us all the way to Easter, and then uh, at night, Second Timothy two. That's just that's just grace. Just, back in Second Timothy. That's just grace. Jumping back. Yeah. After we back. Sex and dating. Back again. Yeah, after a couple weeks. Yeah. After being That's all good. up in the sad. That's good. So did uh, did Jim reach out to you about uh, preaching this weekend? It, I mean, yes, a while back, not just like yesterday. Out of the blue. Yeah. yeah. I he, got you. He, he's pretty organized to the point of like, hey, you want to do this on this weekend? Like, yeah. Yeah. That, that'd be great. That's good. So we did. He like he going to Mexico on vacation. Oh, really? No, I have no idea. Oh, that would have been cool. He, he likes to wear his flip flops. That's me, bro. Oh, that's a long video, about it. it was an yeah. introduction, man. That's me in the. He's doing a day in the, in the life of the podcast, man. Like the whitest of anything I've ever dude. seen, bro, dude. <laughs> okay. Wait, what? 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 No. Hey, bro. if y'all go to the Instagram, this man, Zach, who is considerably white, <laughs> is up against a white background, and it looks awesome. Man, everything I upload is just ridiculed. It's crazy. no, dude. You've been doing a fire job, by the way. 
Can you hear it? John's over here. John's on Instagram while we're doing a podcast. Oh, we can all hear that. that. Was earlier. We, can hear, we can hear it through the mic. Hey, let me see if I can. No, I'm listening to it. Did it upload? Ow. Ow. So, you're so loud in my brain. Dude, there's a whole lot going on right now. I can't hear any of that. The, the, uh, that was John through Instagram saying, y'all can't hear any of that, and y'all actually can't hear any of that. Yeah. You missed it. I thought you were going one earphone. It messes with, there's a weird echo in here. It's messes yeah. with my brain. That's true. All right. Well, hey. Hey. Jim reached out to you. He did. About doing a sermon. Yeah, he did. That's cool. Because he's wise and he's your counsel. <laughs> I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah so That's where I was trying to transition there. You're probably really caught off those. Guard. Those both are true. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's wise and, I mean, he. He's been my counsel. There you go. In different ways. He's skiing right now. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. We're about He's to not be in skiing. Mexico. So, shout out. I don't think that any of these people are going to be listening, but he, he called me today while Finn, whose teacher is sick, not his normal teacher, which would be my wife, but his co op teacher for homeschool stuff is sick. So he got to hang out at home this morning with me. Mm. Do they just go to a different house? No, they, they go to, well, God's house, if you want to call it that, like Ooh. secular, they go to a church, um, but God doesn't live there. So again, anyway, yes. So they go to a church, but his teacher was sick. So he hung out with me this morning, did homework and, and I was studying and did some other stuff. And, and then we went to Champion Pizza. Anybody been to Champion Pizza? Nope. There's one down the street from Nysum in New York. That's like the original where it started. What? Really? It's in Astoria, the OG like Champion Pizza. And there's probably six or seven like in the nyc area huh. that's how this guy started and now it's going everywhere the one here is over off of uh texas um next yeah. to target or like next to free birds right the down the place yeah next to marble slab actually literally right next Oops. to marble slab but there. it's it's basically new york style the pizzas are all out in the glass case you order it they throw it in the in the oven the and then pull it out there they had a chorizo and sausage pizza that it went up way high on my list really fast. And then they have the like, <laughs> like the Crave, like the Crave ones that are oh, like, here's mac even, and cheese with pepperoni on top even. of it. Oh my gosh. I'm about to lose a bank account. Yeah, it, it was, <laughs> it was solid. Well, Jim called me while I was there and was like, Hey, what are you doing? It's like, I'm eating at this pizza place. And he's, he talked about it on Sunday. He's a big foodie. Is it good? Do I have to go? Yeah, you have to go. Send him a picture of it. <laughs> he called me again. He was like, well, said, I'm just hanging out with the kids. Courtney's Courtney's taking uh, ski school lessons. <laughs> his, wife, his wife is up there. He's got three kids. One of them like three years old, and That's his true. wife is the one up there taking ski ski lessons. So he was just hanging out with the kids. I love, love it. it. Ready to go. Love it. He's a Jim, Jim for sure skis. Yeah. He, he's not a snowboarder. <laughs> I get, he's got like neon blue like pants. <laughs> he probably <laughs> just like uh, Chance a, did. Aviators <laughs> on. Oh, the and aviators. A, and a headband and still doing, <laughs> instead of like a beanie or something. Gosh. Hair spiked up. He like he like Ken Barbie on the ski slopes with the sunscreen on your nose that you can see. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep, that's where we're at. That's my wise counsel right there. Yeah, that was good. Bringing it back. I got you. So, um, as we always start off, defining things. Actually, before we, oh, y'all look forward to the next few weeks because we're gonna jump into like a mini series. But that's just like a sneak preview as T looks up something. You know, Webster. Well, I have the definition of the individual words, but okay. No. So we have wise and counsel, um, which is hinted at in scripture. There's actually, sorry, I was gonna say there's not a definition of wise counsel. There's the definition for wise. And there's a definition for counsel when you combine them. 
I guess you kind of get a big definition. Yeah. I don't know. But the definition of wise is having or showing experience, knowledge, and good judgment. Definition for counsel, and we had a conversation about this. I think it's on the Instagram story. Counsel as in C-O-U-N-S-E-L. Yes. Yep. Is advice, especially that given formally. Mm. And so when you combine those. What's the other one? C-O-U-N-C-I-L. C-I-L. C-I-L. And that is a group of people. They give an advisory board. Yeah. So your wise counsel can give wise counsel. That's trippy. Only if they are wise counselors. Oh, that's good. I'm not good with the letter. <laughs> my name is one letter for a reason. <laughs> I need to change mine to one letter. This would be so much easier. It would be. Um, so just pick a random one also. Which one? X. <laughs> X no. is pretty good. Just call me X. Just call me It's fine. Also back. Okay. Um, so how would we sort of apply that definition into um, kind of looking at scripture and looking at our own lives within living in a way that's that's glorifying to the Lord. Say, say that again. What? How do we apply this definition to like how we live as believers? Like, what so is wise what, counsel? What is for like us? wise counsel like yeah. scripturally? How do we define that as a Christian? Mm, okay. Um, you have to you have to come to a conclusion of what you deem wise, what you think is going to be the thing that's going to speak wisdom into your life. Um, first. And so there are people in our lives that probably listen to counsel that is not wise. Mm -hmm. There are probably people who listen to counsel that think that it's biblical counsel that aren't wise. Um, and so it, I think there's a combination there of, um, testing, uh, of seeing, of experiencing, of, uh, allowing, um, the individual to prove themselves before you. Um, and some of that and not just, it, here's the shot at myself, I guess, not, not let a title, not let um, a position determine all of that. Um, but instead let the Bible determine those things. Um, if, if you're listening to this podcast and you are assuming anything else, <laughs> then, then get rid of that. Like we, everything that we're going to approach you with today, when we speak of wise counsel is just like, I'm going to go to the place that is the wisest that I know. I could give you my own opinion of, of things, but if I can land in scripture every time, then I think that that's the wisest form of uh, life direction of counsel that I can give you. Good. I almost like, I almost replace wise with godly. Um, as far as counsel goes, is I think, I, I don't think there's not a whole lot of, there's not wisdom outside of God. Um, I think there's some smart people in this world who can give smart advice. I don't know if they could give wise advice. Um, and I think worldly, they're going to say they're wise, but I think for someone to be truly wise, that's going to come from God. And so I almost replace that with like wise and godly counsel. Um, I think you can interchange those to some degree, but for me is like, that's, that's where I go. I think a lot of people are like, Oh, I'm going to seek out wise counsel and they get it from a non-believer. Um, not saying that the non-believer is not smart. The Lord has probably gifted them with a cool situation and some intelligence, but I don't think you can be wise without God speaking into your life. And so I almost add like to have wise counsel, I also have to be godly counsel. Mm. Yeah, that's good. How do we kind of find that wise counsel? Like where should we look? Where should we seek um, in the church? Should we like just people that are around us? Like how do we, how do we find that? Mm. 
Yeah, I mean, I I think you could be like, hey, let's go to the place where the most biblically influenced people are gathering. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. just choose from choose from that um, pot. Um, but that's also uh, kind of a funny game to play um, in that. Um, for me, um, when I'm I don't want to backtrack here, but I am just a little bit uh, when I need wise counsel, it's because I'm working through something that's that's difficult, complex, painful. Uh, just some sort of issue in my life. And, and in those seasons, I've learned that if I go to somebody who I trust um, to have been spending time with the Lord, to have been exploring their Bible, to have uh, even been in community to the point that they're being held accountable to some certain things, that, that puts them in a level of trust for me. And if I go to that person and say, hey, I'm struggling with this, even if they haven't labeled themselves the expert of that um, or, or they don't have any of that, they have been influenced by scripture and by prayer and by people. If I go to them and say, this is my current situation that I'm in, what say ye? Mm. <laughs> Almost every time I, I make my way through, navigate the situation better than if I didn't do that. At the same time, I battle to do that. Mm. And so it, it's proven itself to be 100% valuable and I struggle to do that. And I think scripture, spe- uh, scripture speaks to that, like a fool um, is right in his own eyes somewhere in Proverbs. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so th- like that, uh, that's how I will function in my sin because I think I can prove that I'll, I'll take the shot at myself. I can prove biblically that I am a fool. Yeah. Um, and so in that a fool is, is right. Bible to prove that yeah. <laughs> I can hang out with you guys and you can help me prove that. True. And so I can just sit myself in the assumption that that verse is speaking to me, that I think that I'm right in my own eyes. And so I need, yeah. I need other people to speak into that. And so the question like, where could we find that? Whatever you have, and this is my standard of people that I trust, people that I trust have immersed themselves in God's word, are consistent in their prayer life, are engaged in community. Um, so that those things are proven to be true and they're walking faithfully in them. I don't care if they're an expert in my situation, they can give me wisdom on taking my next steps. Um, So I know, I mean, this is honestly personal experience and I'm sure y'all have walked through this and people listening have walked through this. They, they seek out wise counsel and um, they get opinions and, um, wisdom, obviously, um, and probably some direction on how to approach, like you said, they're, they're going to people because they're in a difficult situation and they don't know how to walk through it, or they just need guidance on how to walk through it. And they take advice and it leads them down a path of, of destruction or just like not a path that is, um, that seemed like it was going to go that way. And so how does someone approach then like wise counsel? Like do they continue to trust this person? With counsel, do they, I don't, I don't even know how to word the question, but I just know like, that's probably a question that would get asked is, um, I, I went to wise counsel, counsel may not be wise. Yeah. You think it's not wise if, if they lead you in a, in a direction? No, I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm trying to, oh, trying to help figure out the question. your question by asking the question. So you, you go to wise counsel and they lead you down a path that is not right. Even if it was like really biblical wisdom, like what, how do you approach that? We're humans. We're we're gonna mess up, and uh, even the even the wisest people mess up. Um, no matter how in love and they're with God, and how well their relationship with God is, like we're humans, and our tendency and our our fallback is to mess up and mess things up. And so, even the wisest people are gonna mess up at times. Um, yeah. And 
they could they could give you the this extremely like you're like oh that's the wisest thing i've ever heard and it may not work out that's part of it um I, i've seen some wise people like make the wrong decision not that it was unbiblical or not it's just like hey you made the wrong decision and that's part of life i think it's a time to grow um now if you're going to somebody and they keep giving you wisdom and wisdom and wisdom and it keeps not working out if it walks like a duck it quacks like a duck it's probably a duck um and so if they're mm. you heard me mm. and so if they are continuing to give you wisdom that i think is failing and putting you in um places that aren't healthy and situations that are tempting you or whatever it is then i would i would begin to consider whether or not that is wise counsel in itself um if they're continuing to give you advice that is not working out or counsel whatever you want to call it um, it continues to, to put you in these situations. I would begin to then be like, well, I don't know. But like you can, like people that I trust and I believe are wise counsel, like I've talked to them and made a decision and been like, oh, like that wasn't the right decision. It was not because either person was wrong. It's just innately, like sometimes you choose and the Lord is like, hey, like I'm glad you chose this. Now you're going to learn this. Mm. Um, and so I think wise counsel can be wrong at times. Um, now, if they're continuing to be wrong, then I would begin to consider it. Yeah. I, I think that, let's see how I can word this. Your question, if you go to somebody and the counsel they give you turns out not to be so wise, I would also put the blame on you instead mm. of on them. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we're, we're really good at that, uh, of, of shifting to like, well, I went to so-and-so and they told me to do this mm. and you did it. And, and so that's a, that's a parenting to child thing. I think that we can play a lot that so-and-so and, and anyway, and so when you look at, uh, as we were thinking about this earlier, kind of sitting at the table and landed on this topic today, thinking about like, what, where are some good examples uh, of this in second Chronicles chapter 10, when Solomon dies and his son takes over, uh, Rehoboam. And, and so he's like, Hey, this place is kind of in shambles. What do we do? And he gathers together old men and the, the old men give him this example to be like, Hey, if you will, uh, if you'll be, you'll be good to the people. If you speak good words to them, then they will be your servants forever. And you're like, Hey, that's a, that's good advice. Then he goes to like his young friends and his young friends are like, no, flex your muscle, put laws in place, squash them before they even have an opportunity to rise up. Mm. Um, and so he takes the advice of his young friends in this and it results like in just this Royal disaster right off the bat. And what, what you see in this is that he's done, he's done a couple things um, as he sought wise counsel, which he did, he got wise counsel. Mm. Um, and there's, there's, there's an argument that each of them were wise. We know the story so we can land in a place of which one was the wisest, but there's an argument on which one it was. And so what he did was he underestimated his own ignorance to make a decision um, which is a, which is something we have to be aware of. You're going to get help for a reason because you, you're putting yourself in a place of, um, I don't know all the answers. Um, I can't figure this out. I am a fool, um, biblically. And so I need some help with this. And so he underestimated his own ignorance. He avoided the appearance of appearing weak, which is one of the reasons why we won't get wise counsel mm. is because we don't want someone to think that we're soft, that we're dumb, that we can't figure out life. And that's something we have to lay down. Um, and he more than likely had determined beforehand what he was going to do. Mm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to accept the counsel of my boys because I want them to be my boys instead of these old men in here. 
and and we'll do that so often, especially as guys. Oh yeah. Um, it was like, hey, should I with with this girl? Yeah, bro. And you know, like, this is a terrible Go, idea. Bro. You got this. But like, we're we're great hype men, um, but we often hype in different and terrible directions. Yeah. And so when you allow this, I don't know if this is your transition transition, but when you allow hype to direct the step that you take towards wisdom or to determine who you consider wise, mm. you're already in a dangerous place. Because the oh, wisest yeah. people I know are the meekest, which means mm. strength under control, kind of, um, I, I don't like the word soft, but they are like, they're approachable mm. there. And, and you would never know. It's a Gaines West mentality when I'm like, yeah. Hey, you know, Gaines, uh, is that that, that older guy that stands there? That's like super nice. Yeah. Mm. Dude is a stud. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. But you would never know that. And like, that's somebody that I would go, I would go to wise counsel for him mm. at any point. Mm -hmm. Um, and so following the advice of your hype man or this current hype thing is probably dangerous, but I think that's what Rehoboam did in this. Yeah. yeah. I was going to, like you saying, guy thing, I think it's funny because a stereotype, stereo, stereotype on guys, like whenever we get something new or whatever is where's that instruction manual go typically straight to the trash can. It's like, you're given everything you need mm -hmm. to succeed. You're given like, Hey, step by step by step. This is what you need to do. But in our, our pride and like, oh, I got to be a man. Like, I got this. Like, whatever it is. <laughs> like, I got to be a man. I got to be a man. I don't need no help. Uh, it's like you throw it away and you do it. And all of a sudden you get to the end. You're like, oh, well, like I have these extra pieces. What's going on here? Mm. And then you realize like, oh, man, I got to go back to step like one or two where these were supposed to go. And I think that is like, it's so true in our life. It's like we have everything we can. There is wise counsel. If you are in a church, if you are in community, there's going to be wise counsel around you. Yeah. Now, whether or not you use it, that's on you. Is It's there for you to use. You just got to seek it out and be humble. And like John said, <laughs> meek enough to be able to be like, okay, hey, I'm going to go seek out this wise counsel. I'm going to use the instruction manual no matter what my my girlfriend or wife or these people think. Like I'm going to be I'm gonna be okay using that instruction manual because it's given to me to set me up, set me up for success. Do we do that? More often than not, no. Um, mm -hmm. I like to take instruction manuals and throw them away immediately because I think I got it. And then I'm like, Oh no, yeah. <laughs> like I messed up. And yeah. I think we do that too often in life is like, we have everything we need for success as far as wise counsel go goes. And we look at it, we push it to the side and we take it on our own. And then at the end we're like, well, crap, I messed up. And so now we got to go back to that wise counsel and be like, Hey, what do we do? And that's when you're like, okay, I got to undo everything I just did. Now I got to start over. Mm -hmm. And so it's there, whether yeah. or not to use it, that's on you. That's good. Yeah, I'm reading through Job right now. Um, and Job is surrounded by people who know truth like really well um, and, and know the truth about God. Um, but they speak the truth in ignorance and, and they speak it out of not understanding where this person's coming from. So I think even within wise counsel, you can tell a lot about just who that person is. Um, and if someone may have walked through a hundred different things, but if they walk walk around with it with pride, yeah. They're, they're not wise counsel. Um, and, and I think listening well shows someone who, who is wise and probably has counsel um, because they want to know the entire situation and how to approach it. And if someone you go to and they're like, you know, I don't really even know how to walk through that. Like that shows a lot about someone and someone who is probably wise. Um, and so I thought that was just an interesting connection. Um, Some of the wisest people say, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. That is, I'm sorry. That's just a, that's a side thing. Yeah, that's good. Um, so I kind of want to jump to, oh my gosh, I just yanked my headphones. You good? <laughs> I'm good, man. Um, I kind of want to jump to a passage, Proverbs 15, 22. This is kind of where we get like the wise counsel of many, that idea. Um, and so I kind of want to shift the conversation a little bit. Um, do y'all think 
that we can seek out too many people for wisdom? Like, are we, at what point is there like, you're just in taking way too much information that like you're trying to understand everything instead of people that you just trust. So basically like, is there, is there a line of seeking out too much wisdom from people? I think I'm going to say it's, it's your goal behind it. Um, seeking out wise counsel is like, it is wise to seek out wise counsel. You should do that. But at some point, I think you can get as much wise counsel as you want, but you continue to seek it out because you want, you want it answered for yourself. Mm. You don't want to have to be like, okay, Hey, like I'm seeking this wise counsel out because I need thing A or B. And so sometimes at some points in people's lives, and I know I've done it before is I continue to seek out wise counsel. And I think it's out of a place because I don't think because I'm fearful that God won't provide. Um, it's not that that counsel's bad, but I continue to seek wise counsel and prolong this because I'm I'm worried and nervous that God, no matter what decision I make, is not going to provide for me and take care of me. And so I think at times, like it's a selfish decision to continue mm. to seek out wise counsel. Is you can go to all these people and it, I, it typically, if you're going to seek out wise counsel, I think they're going to all land in the same ballpark. But at some point, you have to be willing to make a decision between A and B and step out in faith based on the wise counsel you've been given. And like I said, looking back, there's been times where I continue to seek out wise counsel because I'm like, are you sure? Are you sure? Okay, well, like, I appreciate that. Let me continue to pray and think on it. But when I when I look back and like right now, looking back on those times, I think it's out of a place of fear that the Lord's not going to provide for me in that. Mm. And so I think at a certain degree, it's not bad to get wise counsel from multiple people. In the end, I think if it is genuinely wise counsel and godly and scripturally backed, then it's going to be in the same ballpark. But at some point, you have to step out in faith and who God is and how he's going to provide for you and love you in those times. Let's do a deep dive on that verse. Um, Proverbs 15, 22. Plans fail when there is no counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. We can't in English disconnect those two words, advisors and counsel, because they're advisors in the Hebrew. That word literally means counselor. Um, and so yeah. it, it's just rooted back to the the word counsel um, in there. The word counsel that we see here um, is the Hebrew word saud, which means secret scheme circle of advisors. Mm. This is counsel is in CIL? Yes. Um, um, and so it's confidential. You're having a confidential discussion with those that you must, you most trust. The same word is in Job 19, 19, where he says, all of my best friends, that's the same word, despise mm -hmm. me. The people that I have, that I trust the most have abandoned me. Proverbs 332, uh, these things are devious and detestable to the Lord, but he is a friend to the upright mm -hmm. that, and so God puts that word on himself yeah. and his response to those that live upright lives. And so, so that word, a lot of times when we go, I, I want to seek wise counsel, um, if you allow noise, um, pop, I'll, I'll go popular noise to speak into or guide you, but it's not the ones that have become those that are best friend, those that are trusted, those that the Lord would share a name with, which, which kind of blows my mind when you look at that, mm. um, then, then I think you're in a dangerous position, um, of hearing things that are going to guide you again, kind of like we said, hearing things are going to guide you based off of hype or based off of culture or based off of the popular thing. And, and I, we can put this out in front of you. There are things that probably happen within our ministry, within 127 that you may look at and go, yeah, like I'm all about that. Mm. That may not be what the Lord wants. Like there are just moments that we act a fool. There are moments that yeah. we could do things where we go, 
oh, like, and we need correction in that. But we, but we find ourselves functioning that way because of the crowd. And it's like here, yeah. <laughs> like we're moving in that, in that fashion. The Lord has to intervene in ways and please let him do that. Uh, but I would, I would say that when you read a verse like that and you go, plans fell where there is no counsel, um, but with many advisors, a lot of times we go, how many voices can I bring to the table yeah. and, and make sure that either they agree with me or mm. I can find a bunch of people that I disagree with or I find the one that says the thing that I want to hear mm. so that I can function in this way. No, like you have surrounded yourself with the people that are your, that, that you can lean into that are best friend like that are that have proven themselves in secret to you. Mm. Um, those that's what this verse is speaking towards. That's good. Yeah. Do you, do you think kind of the issue of people, like the, the root of the issue of people seeking out just like so many people is they're trying to hear the voice that they want to hear and the thing that they want to hear. That has to be part of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because again, I mean, the Bible says I'm a fool and that would be what I would want. Yeah. Please help me make the decision that I've already made mm. so I can have somebody stand with me when I fail, yeah. um, is one of the things that we do. Um, so yeah, I, in short, yes, that's yeah. probably how we function. Yeah. Um, kind of, we were talking about obviously like many advisors. Um, and I think that gets misconstrued a little bit. Um, and I think the biggest area that we get counsel from, I'm not going to say wise is, is from media. And I, I think that's something that we don't really notice and it takes a long-term effect. Um, but how do you guys think that we're intaking media and how is that transforming the way that we just do life? Media is designed to like just completely control our mind. Like I, I, it is the things you see on media is just like, it blows, it blows my mind that I'm like, that is being said. And like, people are like, Oh yeah, yeah. Like it's, I take it. It's like when we, so before the Super Bowl party, we had to go get, get prizes. And so we did a girl guy prize. Well, we walked into Ulta. It was myself, Mullins, and then, um, our two girls, um, not mine and Mullen's girls, our <laughs> girl resident and our girl intern, hey. Bailey Sorry. and Susanna. And we walked in and at one point they like turned around and they were like, T, what do you think about this? And one, I was like, I lost brain cells walking into that place because <laughs> of the smell. smell in there. Yeah, something like that. Mm -mm. But they like mm. asked me, they were like, what do you think? And I was just like, what do you think? I think like, I don't have no idea what you're talking about. I, yeah. I could not tell you the first thing about makeup. It's like, I know what mascara is and I think that's it. Um, that's but there's a lot of times, it like is, is in very similar to that. They kept asking me like, hey, what do you think? I'm like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. Mm. And is with media, I think a lot of times we have situations, we have these ideas and we look at people and get people's advice and they have no idea what they're talking about. As yeah. they they uh, don't have experience in that. Not that wise counsel doesn't have to have experience because I think wise counsel, whether they have experience or not, can give you wisdom. But when you intake stuff from the media, 99% of the time, those people have no idea what they're talking about. They probably never even walk through that. And in my opinion, most of them are probably not seeking out God in this. Mm. And so when you begin to take this, they're pushing you down a path that you have no idea. It's yeah. like, like, I'm not going to be able to tell those girls like, Hey, I think you need to get this type of makeup. Like, I just can't, I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. And same thing with all this, this, all this media stuff is there is so often people are telling you what to do and something they have zero experience over and something they are not seeking God in. But isn't it like, I'm just, I'm just viewing it though. I'm not really intaking it. You know, it's not really applying to what I'm doing. I'm just viewing it. That would be, that'd be devil's advocate for your, for that. If you're viewing something, you're intaking it more than likely. 
Yeah. That that you be... think it's influencing like subconsciously what you're thinking and what you're doing? Oh yeah. It's like <laughs> scientifically, yes. You can it we'd be here way too long if you could talk talk about the science science behind it. I actually talked about this with two guys earlier. There's torchies, and I'm not gonna get into politics behind this. There's a reason they have a Democrat and a Republican, like Taco there at oh, Torchies, yeah. and there is there is a legitimate science as to why one tastes better than the other, and like it is it is a true yeah. story, and it is Actually, there's science behind why wow. they named them that and why they made one significantly better than the other, and I'm not gonna get into that. I'm not gonna say which one's better, but there's science behind that, and so this media that you're intaking, whether you realize it or not, is affecting you to some degree. Mm-hmm. It is in your mind. Just seeing something is like you, that that's gonna play back, and whether you think you're intaking or not, you are intaking it to some degree. Yeah. I I was looking at the most followed people on Instagram. Oh my word. Uh, oh my just for fun. And uh it's Ronaldo is first, Messi second. Um oh, he's a soccer player. Yeah, Selena Gomez is third. Foot, football. Sorry. Football. Kylie Jenner's fourth. Um in those. And so None of them are we going to put like on the <laughs> here's, bring them on stage here. Yeah, I don't think we're going to allow any of them to to come up and share uh, anything on a platform. Uh, it would be like a really wild party, like if if Ronaldo showed bring up. A lot of noise. Uh, but here's here's what it is, and and the exact numbers. I'm not going to open Instagram again as I was looking at that. But uh, Ronaldo, for example, has like 555 million followers. Oh my word. Holy cow! He follows That's five. A- he follows 551 people. In that, oh, that's on purpose. Messi, yeah. Messi has four hundred thirty-six million. He follows two hundred and ninety people. Wow, sixteenth um, of the world almost. Yeah, Selena Gomez has almost four hundred million people. She follows two hundred and fifty, and Kylie Jenner has uh, three hundred seventy-nine million followers, and she only follows ninety-six people. Wow. I don't, I don't consider any of these people. I don't know them personally. Um, but I, but I wouldn't put them as Bible study leaders. I wouldn't put them as just like the, as the role model, but they have a, they have a lot of followers, but in that, don't you think that it's interesting that they're trying to build, they're building their little kingdom and the amount of noise that they're letting into their own life is actually kind of small too. I mean, Kylie Jenner's 400 million, 300 million followers and only follows 96 people on Instagram. Yeah. Like, and so none of them are in, like, she's not triple digit. That's, that's wild. And I'm, I consider myself an Instagram snob on like what noise I'm never on there. One, they make fun of me. I do a little bit, but I, I, never on there. I have 184, I, I follow 184 people. And even then I don't even, now it's just like, I go look at what story did 127 post and then I'm back off of this thing or whatever realty sent me a picture of some guy <laughs> crashing in the mud and getting up, um, just to get rid of the notification. But the amount of the amount of noise that they make versus the amount of noise that they allow into their life is mm. unique, and, and I think there's a lesson that can be learned um, from these people. Their goal is money, and their goal is influence, and their goal is impact uh, a- across the world. But they're not allowing all of their people that have some sort of engagement with their life to impact their life. If if they followed back all 500 million of those people. Mm the amount of noise that would be on their feed would be unbelievable. And they would be trying to satisfy everybody and try on all of that. And that's how we function. How many people can I surround myself by that can speak into my life and it can be people that I know and people that I don't. And so whether it's artists or TV shows or the music or the books or whatever it is, you're allowing all of these voices to speak into you and guide your life. 
Um, and it's a dangerous game to play. Like if you desire influence and impact, especially in a biblical worldview, then why would that be the, like, that should be the noise that you hear most. Mm. Not necessarily only, um, because I, I will never play that card, but it should be the, the loudest noise in your life should be that. Yeah, that's good. Um, so we kind of hit on a lot of different aspects within wise counsel. So I think for the last couple minutes, um, what is, what's the right approach to wise counsel balance between, um, leaning on the Lord, leaning on his word, um, and then also seeking out wise, like what is the right approach to, to balance all sort of aspects of this? Can I, can I counter your question? Yeah. This just popped in my head. Go for it. Is there, and if there is, what is the difference between wise counsel, discipleship, and accountability? We've talked about those recently and yeah. I think they get thrown around together at times or thrown in the ring together, but mm -hmm. is there a difference? And if so, like, what is it? And I think because of that, if you define the difference, if there is one, I think it helps answer your question maybe. Yeah, that's good. What did my, you just pause? My elbow. <laughs> kind of broke his elbow. You, get, you got an answer to that podcast host? Um, I know you have a strong opinion about this. I could go <laughs> some directions, but I know you have a very strong opinion, so go for it. No, I, I really... The discipleship accountability one, I know you do. I'm not going to lean into the, the strong opinion side of it. I will say this, the way that any of those function, no matter what label you give them. Um, so in, in my like quick fashion, I think that you should be held accountable to discipleship. Hmm. Um, and, and in that, if, if you're functioning in that relationship, then wise counsel naturally happens. Yeah. The only way that that happens is if you can lay down this demon that we call pride. Hmm. If you can get rid of some of those things um, and... And, and so some of, some of our, where even part of this like idea for this conversation came from is that we would make a comment about somebody who was an influencer over someone's life and they get greatly offended almost to the point of like, I'm going to fight. Yeah. Uh, and, and it was all in good fun, but still like you could tell, um, I was irritated by it. People in the room were irritated by it because we, we called somebody out on something that they were like, no, this is not that. And it was just a prideful moment, mm -hmm. um, pro prideful moment, probably for a couple of people in the room. And so if you could learn to lay down those things, they, they actually be, get a little blurry. T's question is, is uh, sneaky because they were all going to function together. Mm -hmm. If you're in, yeah. if you're in a relationship that people are holding you accountable to discipleship, then wise counsel happens yeah. in that space. Yeah. That's good. I, I was kind of just curious to see what direction he went. Um, but I think like, even within um, like our discipleship relationship, like there's not a time where like I'm sharing something and it's like, Oh, thanks for sharing. It's like, okay, how do we approach this yeah. in a way that's, that's honoring to the Lord, which again is wise counsel. Um, and I think of, of Jesus's circle of, he has an inner circle. He he's surrounded by people, but he also has an inner circle, um, that he, takes wisdom from, um, not that he needed it at all. Um, but he, he desires, um, to know the heart of his people. Um, and so I think in the same way, like we should surround ourselves with people, um, that uh, speak into our lives and, and sort of change the way that we, the, that we view things. Um, because again, like we're, we're dumb <laughs> at our, at our core. And so, um, <laughs> you dumb, I am dumb. <laughs> just, um, but I think also a part of this is like, there are so many people that don't turn to the word of God or to prayer first. They just run to other people. Um, mm -hmm. when they have an issue come, come their way, they're like, who is the person that I think is the most knowledgeable about this? And I'm just going to go ask them all these questions without sitting 
and wrestling and prayer with it first. Um, and so that's just kind of my thought um, when he said that. But the the amount of times, and I bet John can attest to this, that people were like, hey, can we can we talk to you about something? And they come and talk to us, and then we sit there and say two words. Two words, 10 words. We barely talk, and they answer their own questions yeah. because they start thinking out loud and approaching it in a biblical stance numerous times. Yeah. I, I, more often than not, we don't say very much, and that person answers their own questions. And it's just mm. like a lot of times I'm like, hey, like seek God first. And sometimes, like, I, I, I encourage, and you should seek God through prayer and scripture. And then when you need more help, then seek wise counsel. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people go running straight to wise counsel who, again, are faulty people at best. Mm and who are sinners at best. And so seek God, the the only person that you really should. And then in that, you can go and seek others. Um, yeah. But seek him first. And I promise you, it's going to be a lot easier. Mm. It's revealed our secrets. <laughs> yeah. Hey, can we talk? Yes, you can talk. <laughs> um, yes. I will, you got I, it. Keep I talking. Listen, I will listen to you for a little while. Oh, you figured it out. <laughs> it's like that. Good job. Yeah. Good. Mm. Good job. The Yeah. Okay. <laughs> The encouragement in that, thank you for bringing it back to discipleship and accountability. Proverbs, uh, Proverbs 28, 26, whoever trusts mm-hmm. in his own mind is a fool, but he who walks in wisdom will be delivered. Uh, the CSB says will be kept safe. Um, and that's not just like, oh, I'm going to have a, a sweet little soft life. It is, it literally is like from destruction, from harm, from mm-hmm. those things. Uh, and, and so there's a, there's a biblical promise that's wrapped up in that continue to act a fool and that's what you're going to get. But if, if you'll walk in wisdom, which when you connect it to other parts of scripture, just not, not like I'm going to be smart and I'm going to walk in it, but wisdom is found in the counsel of others and, and those that um, you trust, that you trust have been with the Lord, that become your circle, become the, the people that you're doing life with. Um, when you begin to walk in that wisdom, then you are delivered from just disastrous situations that can be uh, mm. put in front of you in life. That doesn't mean um, 100% smooth. That doesn't mean that, yeah. uh, that life is going to be, uh, just, just flowers and daisies and, and all of those things that we come up with. It, it's that God is going to, in your faithful response to seek him, guide you into spaces that he wants you. And even when they're not comfortable, they're the spaces that he wants you. Mm. Um, and so those are, it prevents you, keeps you from disaster. And so, uh, the challenge in that is to drop your pride, to seek that wise counsel, to listen carefully to their advice, to um, trust or to surround yourself with people that you can trust, um, and then to faithfully walk in it. Mm. College students, it's hard because we're like, hey, find those people. That might take a year. Yeah. And then you're 25% done yep. um, with your, yeah. your college season. It's still 100% worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, because we're walking in this season now where the Lord has blessed us with like some really, really sweet, solid, unbelievable freshman leadership mm-hmm. that, that we kind of have to go, when, when can we step, when can we allow them to step up into that space? Well, they yeah. still have a little bit of growing to do. They still have some things to figure out. I want them to lead really well for three years, but I want them to lead really well mm-hmm. first. Yeah. And so, and so we're, we're having them navigate that and find that accountability and continue to grow in these things and not get too far ahead of themselves because I will call them like, Hey, you're a fool because I'm a fool and we all are. And I, and I need you to, to, build some foundational stuff before you jump into these spaces. Mm. Um, so, so we don't walk into disaster, uh, sometimes. And so that, that's part of that wise counsel too, is trusting the process, <laughs> slowing down, yeah. allow the room to breathe like Jesus does all of those things. Solid. Any final thoughts over there, Mr. Mm-hmm. Non-mustache man? Yeah. No, mustache for a long time. That's a weird thing to bring up. That's the first thing I thought of after the wedding. 
Not my wedding. Scotty's wedding. <laughs> you get married, bro. No. I guess. <laughs> if you grow that thing out, we will probably be playing the after another wedding card again. I'm just saying. What? You will eventually, hopefully, get oh. engaged, and then they'll be like, hey, you got to shave that thing. And then, oh. then once you get the, like, make it official, then, like, I grow it back out and see what happens. He <laughs> just, like, shook his <laughs> hands just for making it official. Make it official. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Jazz hands. Love it. Well, we're excited because, oh, was that? My nose itch. I think I'm allergic to pistachios. <laughs> John's been chowing on pistachios. Yeah, so good. He's been chowing down. Just keeps muting his mic. And, and on, he's been drinking smooth DDP. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Smooth DDP. That's a Diet Dr. Pepper, which tastes like literally hey, how nothing. Many, how many Diet Cokes have you had since Breaking Fast? Oh, too many. <laughs> one like, put a number on it. Uh, you had two yesterday, for sure, that I saw you. What? I'll tell you went through two. You threw one away and then grabbed another one. What? Um, I haven't made it through the first 24 pack that I bought. That's not bad. Congrats. Um, but I've got 24 Cokes in less than a week. <laughs> no, it's been a Yeah, I guess it's a It's been a week eight. today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, seven days today. Yeah. Um, but I think I still have like 10, seven left so we're rocking. in my range. In there. Have but, you got any from here though? Nah, there was one that Soul grabbed yesterday that was terrible. So I drank like So you're going like three a day right now. Yeah, yeah plus, plus, or, plus or minus whatever I get from certain places. What's the over-under on 2.5 a day right now? It's over. Oh, over for yeah. sure. Three. Over-under on three. Over for sure. Golly. <laughs> it's bad, dude. It's just bringing it back. It's playing catch-up. But, yeah. I don't know. It's fine. There's That's water awesome. in it. There's water in it. It's okay. Well, we're well, excited for what the next few weeks are going to look like. Yeah. Sneak preview. We it's going to be absurd. A little, little mini-series that we're excited for. So... We'll be right back here next week at don't know what time these things go up. They're usually different each week. So see you guys. Hey, the Red Sox are undefeated so far in spring training. <laughs> I'm glad. Five, go, five go, oh and two. Go Strohs. <laughs> <laughs>